Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. If you've enjoyed the content that we've made so far in 2023, we're asking you to go to patreon.com slash kindoffunny and toss us $10 to say thanks as part of August's Kind of Funny Patreon pledge drive. That 10 spot would get you access to more than 300 exclusive episodes of content. And to give you a taste, we're posting one of our Patreon shows just like this each Saturday and Sunday in August. Enjoy. Yo, what's up? Welcome to The Shit List, your Patreon-exclusive show where I, Blessing Adeyoye Jr., go online and find a top 10 list and I bring it back to Tim of Ungetti's and Barry Courtney on the ones and twos and we judge it for your amusement. However, today, mm-hmm. Tim... We're on some different shit. We are, dude. We're on some different shit. Never been this excited for a shit. Yeah. I'll tell you that. This is a very exciting episode because last week we did the top 10 2D platformers. And that was a list that me and you had a lot of beef with. Mm -hmm. We shat on that list. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I think I believe we called it a shit list. We gave it the thumbs down because it was very all over the place. Couple wins. A couple of wins. But a major loss with the number one spot. Yeah. The number one spot was wild. Of course, you can go and check out that episode if you want to know what that is. But, Tim, after that episode, I came down with a feeling Mm -hmm. of man what does a top 10 2d platformer list actually look like we could dish it but can we take this shit can Can we we take take criticism of our own lists bless exactly and so we're on some different shit today today me and you brought our own list Mm -hmm. of top 10 2d platformers because of course we're always shitting on other lists we're always talking about other lists i figured hey yeah let's do it ourselves and let's give them an opportunity to shit on us yeah and so i thought it was a fun idea i told it to you you thought it was a fun idea as well and so we went our separate ways mm-hmm. we created our separate lists yes and we both made google docs we sent them to barrett so barrett's gonna do the gradual reveal thing as one yeah. does on the and show. i haven't seen uh, other than your number 10s because i that's the top of your list yeah i haven't seen what these lists look like blessing asked me a question yesterday and we had uh, we got into a debate of what is a 2d platformer and what does that constitute and i love it because yeah. we always talk about this on the shit list. Like, are they trying to say something? Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. do they do they have an agenda here? And also, like, how fast and loose are they playing by the headline? Do, I appreciate a list where you look at the headline, you know exactly what it is. But yep. sometimes you need that description to explain. And sometimes, sometimes it talks itself in circles and just so, to be able to put a bunch of things together on, a, on an article. Exactly. And so for me, right, starting off with my list, I did have to accept that it's hard to make a top 10 2D platformers list and the way that I idealize it. Because when I say top 10 2D platformers, what I expect usually is like pure platforming, right? If we're going to give a genre a list, you want to be purely that genre. I want a pure RPG. Don't give me like these games with RPG elements. Give me just the pure RPGs on a top 10 RPG list. What I realized as I was, I was putting together my top 10 2D platformer list is that, that is really hard to do for 2D platformers. It is. Yeah. And my thing is I'm same with you where we talked a lot of shit about the list and we talked about some of these points. But making my list, I found that I was even being a little hypocritical yep. myself. I'm like, well, that's wow. not what this is. And I'm like, but those are similar. Well, what's the difference? And I don't know what it is. I feel like there is some things that are objective, but there's some that are subjective when yeah, it comes to this. Yeah, there's some that's like porn. You don't know until you, you see it. You don't know until it. you see it. But I think that for me, it's when I look at the game, when I know what the game is, 
do I call it a 2D platformer or do I call it a Metroidvania mm. or do I call it a this or do I call it a that? I want to know I call it a 2D platformer. Okay. See, the so I have some ground rules for my personal list. I'm doing only one game per franchise. Whoa! Yeah, one game per, per franchise. Cool. To keep things fresh and You're crazy. Because if you're doing a top 10 2D platformer list, I think that then comes down to you're putting five Mario games on there and quite a few. I think well, you're seeing a lot of recurring franchises. If you're doing a top 10 2D platformer list, maybe it should include a couple Marios. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so I figured, hey, I want this list to be fresh. I want it to be creative. I want this list to show the vibrancy of the, the, the genre. And so I'm limiting myself to one game per, per franchise. I'm doing no Metroidvanias. I think Metroidvanias are distinct enough to be their own list, their mm -hmm, own genre. Mm -hmm. I'm including your 2D platformers, but I'm also including 2D action platformers, especially stuff that like is heavy in the movement area. And then also I'm including 2D puzzle platformers. See, we're about to we're about to yeah. get into this, and I'm excited. I'm excited to see yeah. how these those are those, those are the the caveats I had to make. Those are the 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 things I had to do in order to make a list that I felt was actually worthwhile. Because the more I thought about this, the more I realized that. Puzzle platformers and action platformers, I think, still encompass what makes platformers special. And we get into the weeds a little bit of, like, yeah, okay, like, Mega Man has a gun. And, like, I would, I would constitute Mega Man as, like, an action 2D platformer. But also, like, Mario throws fireballs. Like, Bro, <laughs> we're in the exact, yeah. the exact same thought process through my head. And this is where objective subjective comes into play. Yep. Um, where it's funny because, in my opinion, Mega Man, we'll get into this later. Let, let's, mm. let's, mm. let's. Mm. All right, so who do who wants to all? I can start with my number. Here's what we're gonna do: we're gonna go ten, ten, nine, nine, eight, eight. We're gonna go back and forth. All right, all right. you you want to start off? I'll start off. Let's start off. So again, ground rules: one game per franchise, pure two D platformers, also two D action platformers, two D puzzle platformers, no Metroidvanias. And starting off my number ten, I got VVV VVV. Tim, okay. have you heard of this game? I've heard of it. I have not played it myself. It's a game that I really enjoyed on the PlayStation Vita. It's a game that is part of that early wave of indie games. It came out in 2010. It started off as like this flash game right but then came to other platforms as well and i really like this as a 2d platformer it's on my list partly because it is a pure 2d platformer right it is you are getting over obstacles it is about navigation um it is the it has a very interesting gimmick in that your character doesn't necessarily jump instead that uh, gravity shifts up up and down and so to get over a platform you basically like hop onto the opposite platform above you, right? And that's how you're navigating through the world. And it has really fun obstacles. I think it's a very creative game. And it's also, I think it captures a lot of the pure essence of what makes a dope 2D platformer and also what makes a dope 2D indie game. So for mm -hmm. me, that's my number 10. I mean, I love it. I love it. I, I went in a slightly different direction for my number 10. Mm -hmm. the, this list is hard for me. 2D platformers are probably my, one of my favorite genres at the very least. Top three, debatably number one. Um, so starting it off, I was like, man, if we're starting here, it's only going to get better. We're yeah. starting off with Rayman Legend. Oh, all right. Okay. This is a. I, I feel like the Rayman Origins and Legends games are underrated. I do feel like over time they are talked about potentially appropriately. So I don't think that there's like that much of like, a, oh man, these are cult classics or anything like that. Mm -hmm. But I do think that they're uh, not talked about enough for how different they are and for how I would even say revolutionary they are in terms of being a different type of 2D platformer. Being the multiplayer and having the multiplayer side actually enhance the gameplay is something that I feel is true of this and not true of the Mario series. Uh, I think mm -hmm. that the, there's fun shenanigans to be had in New Super Mario Bros. Wii and you where it's for you jumping around and stuff. There's something that feels a bit more collaborative in Rayman Legends that I really appreciate. And on top of that, absolutely stunning gorgeous art style that 
These days we see a little bit more often, but at the time was a standout of we're doing something different. It reinvented Rayman and Friends entirely. Mm -hmm. um, and on top of that, the music levels, the boss fights, they're unique and I could, they're infinitely replayable. They're just a joy to, to run through and, and play. And Legends is such a great value because not only does it include amazing platforming levels and bosses and all that, mm. it essentially includes all the content from Rayman Origins. Like you can unlock all of the levels in like slightly enhanced ways. What an amazing package. Hell yeah. Yeah, I, I never got around to playing Origins or Legends, but I did play the Rayman mobile game a lot. And <laughs> I, what you're talking about for like art style and all that stuff, all that stuff comes through. And even just pure design and how creative that game is in the visuals and in the platforming, I think, yeah, for sure, I can understand how that will translate to Legends and Origins also being fucking excellent for women. Mm -hmm. As the impartial judge here, um, I would say both of these number 10 picks inspired. I Thank love you. it. Starting off on the right foot. Appreciate yeah. it. Well, let's see if that changes with my number nine, which is Ukulele in the Impossible Lair. Oh, man. I fucking love this game. And I think it's one that doesn't get as much uh, credit as it uh, deserves. It's one that flies a bit under the radar, I think, partly because the first Ukulele came out and was like, it was fine, right? And then they put out a 2D platform and people were like, all right, cool. But when you get your hands on it, it plays like a modern Donkey Kong Country game, right? Which I know is funny because Tropical Freeze literally exists. Um, but I think this one for what it brings to the table as far as what makes it unique one the fact that the first level is also the last level you know the impossible layer level is that level that is this big gauntlet gauntlet of a platforming level and the only way that you're going to get through that level is by playing the, the game and getting upgrades so that you're going to be prepared to go back and fight that or um, complete that uh, first quote-unquote level and so i think that gimmick alone very creative for a platformer i would love to see more interesting takes on how, uh, how to like uh, structure your levels and all that. The other thing too is that this game does a thing that I love from Mario 64, which is how you interact with the overworld affects the actual levels themselves. And so you have all these cool puzzles and different things where it is, all right, I can like affect, I can like shift this thing and now water flows into like where this level's at in the overworld and I hop into this level. Now it's a level filled with water. You know, th this game has tons of that and that opens up the kinds of collectibles you can get in that level that opens up the different paths you can take. And I love that stuff. I think they were really inspired with that stuff. And I think they did such a good job of creating a platformer, a 2D platform here that feels fresh because of that. And even though it's close to a Donkey Kong tropical freeze, it has so much, so much of its own character and so much of its own um, inspired direction in the game design itself that I got to give it props. I think it does, it does such a great job of being a 2D platformer. That's interesting. This, for me, is one of the, the Tim Getty's greatest misses of my life. I don't think I've ever been recommended personally a game more than this. I have downloaded it multiple times mm. uh, and just have not really given it the shot. I need to. I, once there is a, a lull in games coming out, I got to dedicate and just you got to it because dude. there's no way I don't freaking it's love it. It's so funny thing. that you're, too, you're both like the inverse where it's like, Tim, you love Tropical Freeze. Like you would love the Impossible Air. Yep. Bless, you love the Impossible yep. Air. You would love Tropical Freeze. 1,000%. Oh. Tim, what's your number nine? My number nine. Super Mario Brothers 2. Oh, I love this. Now, here's the thing. I love this. Your boy has something to say. Yeah. All right. Whenever you're talking top list of anything, whether it's 2D platformers, video games as a whole, Mario games, you know what we're talking about. We're going to hear about 64. We're going to hear about Odyssey. We're going to hear about World. We're going to hear about 3. People then just write off 2, and it's just, oh, it's Doki Doki Panic. Oh, it's different in Japan. Oh, blah, blah, blah. There is an amazing game here, and it's a unique game that is not something that we see a lot. 
Super Princess Peach on the DS kind of went back to some of the ideas, but didn't do it nearly as well. Mm. There is so much Nintendo joy in this game that is only in this game. And certain things, characters we've seen make appearances in other places, but the idea of subspace and going into the secret doors, finding the the the, the way that like warp pipes work in yeah. this game is so cool and fresh. And even like the reveal of it was all a dream and all this stuff. It's perfect. Like, yeah. it's just so simple. And like, there's twists on that even that I think are just great. Having the four different characters with different play styles um, and just the, the different biomes you go through are weirdly to me, some of the more iconic Mario things. And we just don't give this game enough credit, man. Like, I think that there's so much to love here for how different it is than the other Mario's that people are like, oh, it's nowhere near as good as three or whatever. And like, look, hey, it's number nine on my list. Yeah. But I love this game. Oh, yeah, I love that. And this is a game that, you know, is overshadowed by its bigger brothers, right? Super Mario 3. Mar it's the weird middle child. Yeah, it's the weird middle child, right? Between, like, the what Mario 1 brought to the table and then what Mario 3 brought to the table, right? Mario 2, also knowing that it start, it's, you know, not a real Mario game, but is a real Mario game. It's in that weird spot. You know, we overlook it. But I do think that when you're talking about the grand scope of 2D platformers, and, yeah, making a top 10 2D platformer list there is space for Mario Brothers 2 because mm -hmm. it is a fucking excellent game. And when we talk about Mario, one of the things we talk about the most are the secrets and the discovery. Yeah. And Mario 2 is so much of that. My first time playing Mario 2 and you find like, yeah, that secret door and you go into the other and you're like, what the and fuck? And there's a mushroom it? which yeah. teaches you, oh, there might be mushrooms in other places. And then you put down the, the potion and it opens and you're like, oh, there's no mushroom here. It makes you want to explore every nook and cranny and you start to learn the signs of like, oh, this looks like if I'm in subspace, there might be a secret here because there's a weird empty spot. That is awesome, man. I yeah. was five years Even old. Even though the origin of, of Mario 2 isn't originally a Mario game, it is a very much a Mario game just in how they, they do that stuff. And with that, I, I have never played Doki Doki Panic, and I feel like I need to do that because I, from what I know, it's the exact same game pretty much just with like sprite changes, maybe a couple music changes, things like that. Mm. But like, I'd be willing to say without playing it, Doki Doki 2 or Doki Doki Panic would make this same spot. Yeah. It's not Mario that makes it good, but Mario does make it better. 1000%. Again, right. number nines from both of you. I'm loving it. Loving Hell yeah. It so far. Let's go. All right. Number eight. My number eight is Super Meat Boy. Woo! I think yeah. this is a, uh, probably a classic pick, right? I, I mean, I, VVV, VVV comes in at number, uh, number 10 because I got Mario or uh, Mario, Super Meat Boy in here, like really cementing the, oh, this is what Indies really brought to the space early on in terms of what a like a 2d platformer can be developed by either a small team or one person depending on what the game is uh and super meat boy was just impactful in what it brought to the table right like not only is the gameplay fun not only is it fast not only are the short burst levels like really excellent and really brought something special in terms of the repeatability of the levels and how fast you're going through the levels and how much and you how just how hard they are how hard they are how much you don't want to put down the game because it is that Oh, just one more. Like, I mean, what, what is, what's one level when I can beat it in 30 seconds or whatever? You know, Me Super Meat Boy was really fun for that. But then, yeah, like, even the presentation and how much, how, like, attitude-filled it is and, like, how much it feels like a, I bet the evolution of what Flash games were. Because I think, literally, I don't know the, the entire history of Super Meat Boy. I think it was that, right? Like, wasn't the first Meat Boy some kind of, like, browser thing? This is the kind of funny.com says you're wrong, <laughs> possibly. But, you know. Yeah, it was a Newgrounds game. Back was it a Newgrounds game? That's yep. what I thought. Um, Alien Hominid. Yeah, them coming out of Super Meat Boy and really nailing it and making it making it be this thing that is 
way larger than what um uh like uh, it it probably was as a flash game you know i think that's something special and yeah like super meat boy has the gameplay has the presentation but also has the impact that a game on this list should have and so that's my number eight and i uh, just quick shout out i love because of the difficulty they really lean into it like one of the coolest things i remember playing this in high school with friends was like when we finally beat a level going like taking turns and dying over and over again where you beat a level and it shows all of your tries oh, yeah so much to the point where like if you have so many tries of playing especially playing on a pc back then could like possibly break the game a little bit um yeah so uh, just a further shout out like the the presentation of little things so like good. that yeah, yeah. Uh, this yeah. this was my number 11 this this was this was a really really difficult one for me to cut on the list. Honestly, probably the the hardest choice that I had to make. Mm. Uh, one of them at least. Uh, definitely the hardest mission that I had to make here. Um, it it deserve it deserves everything. Like I think mm -hmm. that this is a ten out of ten video game. Them taking Super Meat Boy, the SMB, Super Mario Brothers. Yep. This was a game made by people that grew up with with Mario, understand what two D platformers are. This ushered in an era of what two D platformers currently are. Yes, and what you guys are talking about—the fast pace, the brutal difficulty—but the trial and error of get back right into the action. It's not a gauntlet of having to get through the entire every single obstacle. It's obstacle by obstacle based inspired design this yep. is an incredible game 1000 percent. tim what's your number eight my number eight is shovel knight oh okay. all right shovel knight is so damn good so damn special everything i just said about super meat boy you could apply to shovel knight i think tenfold just in terms of ambition what i think uh super meat boy does better than shovel knight is focus it does one thing and it does that one thing extremely well shovel knight is so inspired by the NES era as a whole mm. that this is one of my big debates on, is it a 2D platformer? Why do I have some internal thing that says, I could argue that Mega Man's a 2D platformer, but I feel like it's a little bit more action-y. Whereas I look at this and I'm like, I, for some reason, despite having so many other elements, RPG elements, more uh, action elements, more this, more that, whatever, I still think of it at its core majority as a 2D platformer. Mm -hmm. I think it's because of the DuckTales uh, like inspiration it has. I think that does like I, I'm going back and forth uh, with this right now with Shovel Knight because it's so many different things and mm -hmm. inspired by so many different things. But I, I do see the argument because of the like more DuckTales inspiration where you get more of the platforming as the core thing rather than just an element that's more of a backdrop. Now, to argue against myself that I even I told Bless yesterday I was like I bet you we're gonna argue with ourselves more than each other on this yeah it's funny because I think that a lot of my Mega Man talk is just bias of me not having really played the original Mega Man games like that like I because at the end of the day you bring up DuckTales DuckTales is just a Mega Man game like literally it is it's just instead of shooting you're you're jumping on your cane and things like that but but, like, but because of the switch and gameplay where like I wouldn't kind of quantify like Mega Man uh even like I played the OGs, I played X. Like, I wouldn't quantify those as platformers because what you're doing uh, to get through levels is, like, more shooting and, uh, like, getting through enemies, whereas the actions that you're taking against enemies in games like uh, DuckTales and even here in Shovel Knight is a combination of, uh, like, action attacking or whatever, but then also, like, using the platforming elements along with that. See, my problem is, I feel like I'm, I'm so with you on this. Yeah. But then I think about Mega Man, I'm like, everything you just said is Mega Man. The amount of platforming in Mega Man, like, it's, there is platforming. I gotta replay Mega Man, because I'm not really thinking of, like, 
that same level of marriage. Dude, so there, so many platforms you're jumping on that are disappearing. Like mm. a lot of the gameplay in Mega Man is skill-based platforming. So again, I'm making an argument for it against myself here, but I do think that at the end of the night, end of the day, Shovel Knight shines through because of its 2D platforming and because the amount of inspiration it takes from a ton of games and nails. Mm-hmm. It's inspiration from Mario 3. It nails. So mm-hmm. to me, this is this yeah, is my I gotta, play, I gotta play through Shovel Knight. Yeah, so dude. good. Yeah, it's like one of the it's one of my big omissions of like, man, <gasps> I can't believe I haven't played through this. But Wait, oh, you haven't touched it at all. I, I, I've, oh. I've touched it a, a little bit, but I've just not played through it. Is the thing. I think I've done like the first few levels, maybe the first world. I forget which, but yeah, maybe one day. Now here's the thing, right? Mm-hmm. You say you're you're conflicted with your Shovel Knight pick right here. My number seven is a controversial one. Katana Zero. Yeah. Katana Zero. Now, I think this is the most actiony I can get, and this might be what probably my most controversial inclusion here because it is a 2D like action game, but also does have platforming elements, and also like to the conversation of, all right, what is Mega Man? What is Shovel Knight? Of like having these action moves in there, I think the mobility of Katana Zero and like also the trial trial and errorness of it, you know, it reflects a lot of um, like. Some of them Super Meat Boy, right? It reflects a bit of like, um, uh, like a, a Celeste of like retrying a thing over and over, over and over again. And it is a lot of this game is how you move through the levels, right? How do you move? How do you dodge bullets? How do you attack back and all that stuff, right? It's one that if you argue against it, I totally understand. But it's one that I think also reflects the growth and where platformers have gone all throughout the years, right? Like Mario. I was going to say Mario's being, I know platformers existed before Mario, but Mario was like the innovative, hey, this is what this can be. This is uh, the, the, like, the, the range and the length to which a platformer can go. And now we have a bunch of games that have just explored that over the past 30 to 40 years, right? Mm-hmm. And I think Katana Zero is just another example of, hey, this game came out in 2019 and look at, what, look at where Mario has gone. Like this, is a, this, is a, like, you, this game doesn't exist without the lengths of which platformers went to evolve the the, uh, uh, the genre. And so that's my argument for it. But also my argument for why this is an incredible game is just the fucking, the story, the aesthetic, the music, the like unique mechanics to it, the, the way you, the, the cool dialogue, and like an interrupt dialogue. Like this game has so much going for it in terms of what it brings to the table across, across the board that like it's, Probably for me, one of the most underrated indie games um, uh, ever made, in my in my personal opinion. I know that's a lofty statement, but I stand by it because Katana Zero fucking fucks. Dude. Uh, oh, yeah. <laughs> Give me Katana One, please. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where's Katana One? I, I think that's a fair statement. Yeah. I, however, I don't think this is a two D platformer. I mm. get what you're saying, but it's the same thing of Mega Man X and all that. Yes, there's platforming elements. There's something about it to me. I'm like, it's more actiony. It's a two D action game. Uh, in the same ways, I'd look at something like a Contra. That, yeah, there's mobility, and I, this is different, too. But love this game. Don't know about its inclusion on the list, but Fair. under your parameters, yeah. it fits. Yeah, I think you make a strong you, case. But yeah. yeah, I'm on the side of Tim here where I, I think of it less of, of platforming. But I think you make a strong argument that if we were to read this on someone else's uh, list that we were judging, mm-hmm. I think we we could have, like, the, what, why is this on here? And then yeah. reading the argument, I'm like, okay, It is, all like, right, my, all right. I think I think it's, like, my one weird one. Oh, actually, I have a couple more. I, <laughs> I couple love more. it. Let's get spicy, yeah. baby. All right, Tim, what's your number seven? My number seven is, oh, Hell a yeah. rough one for me to put this low, Donkey Kong Country 2 Diddy's Kong Quest. This game is so damn good and we always talk about mario world i don't think we talk enough about dkc2 i love donkey kong country one some of my favorite levels some of my favorite music 
So much about the first game is so special to me. Mm. The second game is just a absolute banger. The way that they use secrets, the music in this game specifically is David Wise at his damn best. Mm. Um, and it is just so much fun. I love the way that both Diddy and Dixie play in this way more than I ever liked Donkey in the first game. Um, and I feel like having two characters I like to play as went such a long way in uh, the enjoyment of the game, in the way that the level design plays out, and kind of just the stories upon stories that this world has. And King K. Rool feels like a villain in this. The pirate themes, everything they have going on. This game just is so special because... You get 100% and you're still not done. You realize there's percentages above 100%. And yeah. man, that felt fucking good. Hell yeah. Love that. My number six, Cuphead. <laughs> We're getting a little bit wild here, everybody. I'm going to kick you in We're getting the a little bit wild here, everybody. Right? <laughs> oh, no. I mean, listen, there are platforming levels in it. And the main gameplay is. And they're not good. And the. <laughs> Not that they're not good. Like I enjoy the the run and gun because they're, they're literally fine. called run and guns. Um, I don't. They're not. <laughs> Listen, that's not the core of the, the main gameplay. Game the two actions you're doing are jumping and shooting. And this is a contra game. I mean, listen, there could be an argument there. Listen, wait till you get to my number four, all right? Oh, no. Oh, no. no I'm just kidding. It's not Contra. It's not Contra. <laughs> but no, I stand by it. And again, this this falls into the parameter of, like, I'm including 2D action platformers. I'll make the strong argument that Cuphead is an action platformer. I mean, 100%. Yeah. Well, uh, I don't know that I'd even go that far. I, mm -hmm. Cuphead's unique by design. I think if you had to group it in something, I agree. It's an yeah. action platformer. Um, but, yeah, there's... There's what four platform levels <laughs> in the whole game, I mean, I, but Six. I'll also include the boss levels in that as, as well, just for the like. So much of it is platforming in terms of like how you engage with the, with the action, right? And like, it, it, there is like level of precision there. There is one run and gun level that I would consider half of it being like platforming, which is the uh, the one where you're being chased by the the cyclops at the end. Yeah. And there is like some like more elements in there, but that's like the one main moment that I would consider this like platforming but i get i get your argument plus i'm not happy with it but i get it yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. Listen, i had, to do, I had to do to get a list of 10 dope games love this game tim what's your number six my number six sonic mania man oh lower than i would have expected lower well i mean actually well, actually let me let me let me well lower than i would have thought that maybe this would have been top five but oh, now no. i brought you don't have the same parameters that i do because i'm doing one game per franchise yeah so gotcha gotcha i do not i i mm. will allow myself to to rank these games as they are mm. as 2d platformers Fair enough. If i'm being honest with myself like look people have their opinions in sonic at the end of the day i truly believe that the majority of people are just straight up wrong about Sonic yeah. when it comes to the 2d platformers it's like oh they were never good and all that stuff the people that say that, I really feel, didn't give them a real shot or aren't 2D platformer fans. And look, I can't speak for everybody. I'm just saying I've talked to a lot of people where I'm like, if you think that Sonic's just about holding right and going as fast as possible, mm -mm. you don't understand what Sonic actually is. Yeah. Uh, maybe the first level, maybe the second level. But right after that, no, man. It's about momentum. It's about low, high, uh, medium paths, figuring out the best course, going through, get it, collecting things, doing it over and over, that type of stuff. Mania is just the greatest hits and then some. Uh, I love the look of it, the vibe of it. This is the best art style Sonic has ever had. I think Will ever had. Mm. The music is legitimately perfect. Um, I love the remixes. I love the new arrangements. I love the old levels. I love the new levels. I love the remixes of things. Sonic Mania is a damn treat from beginning to end. I've replayed this 
dozens of times, and I feel like I'm going to continue to do that. Um, I will say that Sonic 3 and Knuckles was the other one that I'm like, yo, real tie, it's, it's a freaking amazing game. In my heart of hearts, in my brain of brains, bless, I can't argue that Mania is not better. So I had to not include Wow. Sonic 3 and Knuckles. Wow. That would have been my number 12 on the list. Wow. That's courage right Sonic there. Mania at number six. I stand by it. I That's think wild. it deserves the now spot. Now I, I really need to see your top five. But I think that this this is what Sonic deserves. One spot, and it's for Mania. Wow. Yeah. At numbers. Wow. I mean, it is the best Sonic game. Some would say it's the only good Sonic game. Wow. All right, my number five. If you want to keep getting mad at me, number five, oh, inside, baby. This Again. is the one that Let's you do not go. realize that Let's we had, we talk shit about their list. Let's go. We, this is the game you and I had a conversation about. And I told you, if like. And it was after that conversation where I realized I needed to open up my parameters because, again, when we're talking about top t- top 10 2D platformers and what I set out to do with this list, I'm trying to to represent the variety and the, and the I guess, the, the length of which platformers have gone. Right? So the exact opposite of what we talked shit about from the last list. Yeah, but the last list had Terraria on it. So fuck that last <laughs> list. <laughs> I mean, it's a different type of game, but I feel like there's like a safe level of like, what are uh, what, what is this? <laughs> Inside is the best puzzle platformer to ever come out. It is fucking fantastic. I think it also re- it represents a different branch of like where people have gone with the genre. Uh, it's a perfect video game just from front to end in terms of the puzzles that the, that they give you. And it um, the narrative it, it delivers is fantastic. Like, everything they do in Inside is fucking incredible. I agree um, with you a thousand percent that Inside is one of, if not the best, puzzle platformer. Puzzle yes. platformer. Yes. Pl- platformer. Puzzle. Puzzle, puzzle platformer. Puzzle, puzzle 2D, 2D side-scroller. Puzzle platformer. <laughs> 2D, platformer, 2D puzzler with maybe some platforming elements. <laughs> platformer, maybe. <laughs> Fucking love this game. Love this game. But I don't know, man. I don't know. Tim Geddes, what's your number five? My number five is Donkey Kong Country Tropical okay. Freeze. Oh. Another one I had to think hard about because I... I have an agenda. I want to push DKC2. I love that game. I think that it is so goddamn good. But if I'm being honest, heart of heart, brain of brains, got to go with Tropical Freeze because of how far they went with really trying to not just have a cool art style, but to make it part of the gameplay. Every single platform you see in this game has a reason for being there. It's part of the background. It's not just floating platforms. Everything is part of the world. Jumping back and forth between the foreground and background feels so much more important because of that. Mm. And the music interacts with what you're doing. The sound effects of jumping on uh, different things interacts with the music itself. It feels like such a celebration of everything Donkey Kong has ever been Mm -hmm. uh, and in its best form, which is 2D platforming. And I just absolutely love this game. And I think it's even better on Switch. Uh, and I feel like it's not flawless. I think that there are some boss fights that like overstay their welcome or aren't as um, congruent with the, the rest of the experience. But overall, I think that this this is uh, all timer when it comes to 2D platformers. Right. Oh, yeah. My number four. I got Donkey Kong Country. Number, the, one. number one. Number one. Number one is special to me. Um, the I mean, it's, you know, like I definitely understand the argument that DC, DK, Donkey Kong Country 2, better, right? Donkey Kong Tro- a Tropical Freeze, better. Like, I think you can easily make these arguments, but I always, like, oftentimes I find something so special in the first. Me too. <laughs> and what yeah. that brings to the table. And when I think about the music, right? Like, aquatic ambience and, like, how fucking dope that is and how dope the themes in Donkey Kong Country in general are 
still speaks to me. The memories of playing the first Donkey Kong Country and like, you know, having Diddy, having the aesthetic there, like all these things that have um, stayed throughout the genre in terms of the enemies, the barrels, like all this stuff, right? Like all of it was established in the first Donkey Kong Country. And I think even what Donkey Kong Country brought to the table on the SNES in terms of just like graphics, right? And like how, how different and cool that game looked from the get-go. Um, yeah, like Donkey Kong Country for me is a special one. And yeah, that's my number four. I mean, dude, I, I can't be mad at it. I, I feel like... I want to nitpick it just because I feel like if we're ranking them, you got to put two in Tropical Freeze sure. above. But I'm with you that there is something about one, man. There's something like the opening shots, the Rareware logo turning, the the sound effects it makes, the Cranky winding up the music, and then Donkey Kong. It made coming Donkey in. Kong look what we associated at as today. Yeah. You know? yeah. And, and it, like the tough thing about these lists too is, especially when you're one person making it, is that like I just have way more nostalgia for Don Kong Country it, one than yeah, the dude, other one. I totally right? get it. It's just I look at it a little bit more critically past the nostalgia, and I'm like, yeah. the save points are way too spread out, and they're not in optimal positions. Mm -hmm. It has a lot of the same issues that Crash Bandicoot one has that gets mm -hmm. solved in the the future mm -hmm. games. But yeah. yo, hey, I can't be mad at any yeah. Donkey Kong Country love unless you're talking about three. Because country, Fair enough. honestly, Blaz Country, if this didn't happen, we wouldn't get DK64. It's true. That's fair. Tim, what's your number four? My number four. Oh my God, guys. Wow. wow. Had to do Whoa. some soul searching for this. Super Mario World. Um, it, it's a tough one for me because I think that there is actually no question that Mario World is the best that Mario has ever felt. Uh, I love the way he controls. I love the uh, move set that he has in this game better than any other game. Um, the physics of just bouncing off of things and like how high you get and all of that. The sprite work, the um, just Super Nintendo is my favorite kind of look yeah. of, of 2D games. So everything going into this, I just freaking love. I've fought for Mario World being the best 2D Mario game pretty much my entire life. But in the last couple of years, I've come around. And uh, I, I really feel that when you're one-to-one, -one, objectively looking at level design, variety, um, movesets, uh, power-ups, all that stuff, creativity, secrets... I feel like Mario World doesn't win every one of those arguments. Wow. And at the end of the day, it doesn't win mo the m majority of those arguments. Mm. It does win some, though. And that's why it's number four for me. You know what's wild is I don't think we've had any of the same game yet. Right, Barry? We have not shared a Holy game yet shit. on this list. Yeah, on a been completely different list. So far. list. That's crazy. Well, number let's read that with number three. <laughs> I got Sonic Mania. Hell yeah, my number dude. Three. Dang, top three. Yeah, wow, no, Sonic that. Mania, again, for my one franchise or one game per franchise rule, Sonic Mania was the one I had to choose for Sonic. It's got the, it. it's like, it's not only the greatest hits, but it's also like the greatest additions <laughs> at the mm -hmm. same time when mm -hmm. you're talking about everything you said, the art style, the music, right? How it feels to play. It understands so much of what makes the original 2D Sonic game special and fun. And it does that. And even with this new content, it does that and nails it. And like, Studiopolis Zone is going to be my one of my favorite um, 2D Sonic levels forever. And yeah, to your point of what makes Sonic special, the level design and how intricate and different and like, you know, grand it is. You know, I think that is the one thing when we go, when people go back and forth again with Mario and Sonic, right? Like, if, as much as I love Sonic, I'm going to go Mario because yeah. Mario is Mario. And we're talking totally. about quality, you're talking about that. The thing that I think Sonic does have on Mario is like, yeah, like when you get in, when you have those different paths and be and it feels like you're just navigating this level that is fucking huge. I think that is a special special feeling, let alone 
the flashiness of, uh, uh, of Sonic, the the vibe and the attitude of Sonic. For me, it, it brings so much to the table. And Sonic Mania, again, nails all of that. And for sure, yeah, I'm putting it in my top three. And, and with that, bless, I feel like the, that magic you're talking about is, for me, Sonic often gives you roller coasters, yes. but then teaches you to earn them. And then when you earn them and get them, that is, it's just so satisfying. And it's a level of satisfaction that I don't get from Mario games. I get so uh -huh. much from Mario games. But there is something about the thrill of doing the loops and stuff, not when all you're doing is holding right, but when you're you just did a super complicated thing to get to that point and you're watching it all go. Oh, yeah, it's awesome. There's a level like the pacing of Sonic games and Sonic levels is so fantastic to that roller coaster feeling that you're talking about, where it is all right, we got some platforms to hop in, and then boom, like you're flying upwards, you're flying through loop de loops, and then now it's back to like trying to figure out a thing, and now you're finding an enemy. Mm -hmm. And you know, I think the way they pace these things out is pretty underrated for like just how good the level design is in Sonic. And so, yeah, shout out to Sonic Mania. Hell yeah. What's your number three, Tim? My number three. Mm. One of my va favorite wow. video games. Wow. I was convinced. After seeing World, I was convinced this was going to be number one. Yeah. Super Mario World 2, Yoshi's Island. Uh, a game that I will rock for louder than anybody else I know mm. to the end of my days. And I'm not wrong. <laughs> it is. Yeah. This is another one like Mario 2. People write off because it's different and it has the Mario World 2 name in it. And a lot of the Yoshi game sense, not every Yoshi game sense, mm -hmm. just has not been anywhere close to the level of quality of this. But the art style is so unique. And we talk about that now of like seeing games have art styles that we're excited about or like, oh, that's a fresh new take or whatever. When this came out in, I want to say 1996, mm -hmm. nothing looked like this. Like, they pushed the Super Nintendo so far of going with this, like, uh, crayon drawing storybook style that, like, it's Nintendo at its best. Of, yeah. Like, they didn't need to do it, but they did. Yeah. Especially coming after something like Mario World that we talk about is, like, again, I just said, I love the Super Nintendo aesthetic, and I think that Mario World's a perfect example of it. There's still a sterility to it, right? Yeah. It, it's still kind of like, yep, that's what a Super Nintendo game looks like. This is not what a Super Nintendo game looks like. This has so much going for it with the different effects chips that the, the game had, the cartridge had, all of that. Um, but also, I think the things that aren't talked about enough in this game is its sense of scope and scale when it comes to boss fights, mini boss fights, the levels themselves, the level design. Like, I first thought about level design in video games playing this. I'd yeah. be like, oh, wow, this part connects to this part this way. That's crazy to me. Every Mario game before this was you go right, you get to the end. Mario World, and to an extent, three and two, definitely, added some verticality, right? Mm -hmm. This game, not the first one to do it, but was the first one to get right collecting things, adventuring around levels, looking at each level, having the, the five red uh, coins to get, or the, the 20 red coins, the five uh, flowers. Mm -hmm. You are incentivized to 100% each level, not just to get to the end, and to look at every nook and cranny in a way that Mario won, you couldn't even go back the screen if you passed it right yeah. this game really pushed you to like there was puzzle elements to it there was challenging boss fights there's epic grand things happening the transformation abilities there's so much in this game and i think that like i could just rave about almost every single element of it yeah Mar baby mario crying is annoying when you get hit mm. get good motherfuckers don't get hit get good <laughs> All right, now we're down to our top two. And I, I really wonder if we have the same number two and number one. Like, part of me thinks that we might oh, have I think we might. the same two and number I one. I think we might, but what order are we going? Oh, well, we're about to see. Barrett, my number two. Celeste. Blessing, yeah. my number two. 
Celeste. Celeste. All right, let's go. Woo! We share number two, and I think this is the thing uh, we can hold hands on. Celeste uh -huh. is the final boss of indie 2D platforms. Yep. And it is one of the best platformers, probably one of the best video games ever made. Mm -hmm. Fucking incredible, just from what we talk about in terms of good level design and good 2D platformer design. It takes what we love about Super Meat Boy with what we love about, like, you know, Mario and Sonic and, like, kind of smashes it all together and just creates good as, good as fuck levels, right? Like, you are getting into the nitty-gritty of the of this dash mechanic and like the game incentivizes you to get good at that dash mechanic and like curates levels for that um but yeah being 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 able to try over and over again and like even when you die have that right away boom get back into it and i'm gonna go for the strawberry for the extra thing right and that's like even talking about um uh, mario world 2 right like yoshi's island getting that extra thing so you can like you know 100 percent the game the, celeste gives us all of that and then on top of it gives us an incredible narrative and on tops of it on tops on top of that gives us incredible soundtrack and like anything you can ask for out of this video game it gives it to you and does a phenomenal job i can't say any of that better that is exactly why i have it here it pretty much doesn't get better than this mm. it arguably doesn't get better than this i i feel like there there's a case that this is the best 2d platformer of all time yep um, this was one that I struggled with in a different way because I, I was really the reason that Super Meat Boy ended up getting kicked to my number 11 spot is I actually think that the things I like most about Super Meat Boy, this game does better. Fair. And I feel like because of that, when I'm looking at the rest of my list, trying to represent some different franchises, different ways or different uh, entries in a franchise that I think deserve the love. I look at Celeste and I'm like, this game just shines, man, through and through. So, yeah, my number oh, yeah. two. And at number one, at least my number one. Super Mario Brothers 3. My number one, Super Mario Brothers 3. Oh, yeah. AB. Oh, my God. You'll love to see it. Bless. What, I mean, what an excellent game. My favorite 2D Mario. And, like, like again, I had to, like, do one for, per franchise, and Mario 3 was the easy pick for me, right? Like, for me, it's not even a, 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 a debate, even though I understand why it's a debate for, for many people. For me, like, Mario 3 just nails it in terms of art style and secrets and uh level design and giving you everything that you love out of a mario game and for me like it's even the nostalgia that's tied up with it right of like that being me and my siblings favorite game growing up and playing um playing that game every sunday after church right like that is it's there's that personal element to it but just as a video game super mario 3 shines uh so well mario 3 is is so special that i just feel like it's silly to even try to talk about we know yeah. we get it but to me it is everything you just said, the nostalgia, the it actually being as good as everyone says it is, it holding up to this day. Mm -hmm. uh, whether you're playing the original version, the Super Nintendo All-Stars version, which is the one I grew up playing, um, or the Game Boy Advance version that includes all the e-card reader levels that you should absolutely play. If you haven't, if you have Switch Online, you can play uh, this it comes with it and all the e-card levels are uh, unlocked i think there's like 36 of them they're excellent some of the best mario 3 levels wow. are in this and they got power-ups from like mario world you can use the cape in mario 3 it's so damn cool and, and it's just awesome and it's there now you can play it um but i'll never forget playing mario sunshine and getting approaching the final boss like approaching bowser in whatever the fuck he was in and you're like on this like boat situation and you're using flood to push yourself through this like lava um river and I'm noticing that some of the platforms, there's not many platforms, mm -hmm. but they're coming out of the lava and they're checkerboard floor. Yeah. And it was this moment where I was like, oh my God, this is like the, like the floor from the castles in Mario 3. Mm -hmm. Whoa. And I just like had this fucking moment as like a 11-year-old a kid or whatever, just being like, 
I care so much about the lore and world of Super Mario yeah. that I, without ever having even thought about the checkered board floors that were just there, but the design aesthetic of Nintendo is so good and so strong that through environmental storytelling in Mario Sunshine, mm. <laughs> I picked up on something that I, to this day, never heard anyone talk about. Because yeah. why would they? It's not that interesting. It's not even like that special. But something about that was like, somebody gave a fuck about that. It's not just random shit being put together. And like, that's Mario, man. Like, there's a magic to Mario because people really care. And Mario 3, I think, is the biggest evidence of people caring. We know what Mario 1 was. We know what Mario 2 was. Mm -hmm. 3, they were like, how far can we fucking take this thing? And they took it pretty damn far. They took it. They flew all the way to the sky. To the clouds. With the raccoon tail. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Honestly, again, as the uh, impartial judge here, I would say that both of these uh, lists, maybe one gets a one thumbs up as like a, you know, like a, it's a. And I take it? a quick detour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then uh, the other one is a two thumbs up. You know, maybe there's some some arguments that I think are strong arguments, but not arguments I would agree with. But I think both lists. Say unique things, do a good job at that, of saying something, but then also landing at the right places that um, don't feel out of left field too much like a Terraria. So Yeah, no, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. I, I do want to give a couple of real quick shout-outs. I gave most of them already, but one shout-out's not even the word. Spelunky's not on my list. I haven't played Spelunky. That's a game, and ukulele uh, is another example. I think both of those, if I played them, I imagine would actually yeah. get slots I mean, same here. for me with Rayman and some of the games that were, were on your list as well. Like yeah. even um uh yeah Don Kong country, uh, country top tropical freeze yeah well, like, one I'm day sure that would hit you're gonna get list. changed man. yeah I know I'm gonna get changed first <laughs> uh and then the other one October back yeah oh yeah the other one is uh New Super Mario Bros U it's a game that gets just completely oh, yeah. written off and shot on and like I I want to rock for it it's another Tim agenda thing where I'm like yo the level design in this game is fucking awesome it's and so like, good it's this game is good it's not like the other ones not to say the others are bad but like I feel like the others are kind of like. Eh, take it or leave it hmm. this one you can't this one's so goddamn good is that the one though where it's like if you play like uh if you play multiplayer but someone's playing on the wii u gamepad they can only like fuck around with the environment yeah i remember that being weird yeah but outside it, of that hey, outside of wii that u. that's a fantastic fucking game there's the switch there's the mario u deluxe right you just play it on the switch it's so good arguably some of the best level design some of the best boss fights some of the whatever but at the end of the day i can't lie to myself as much as i want to stand for it mm -hmm. i it's nowhere close in my mind to Mario 3, Mario 2, Mario World, and Mario uh, World 2. So I'm like, okay, it doesn't make the top 10. Fair enough. And also, like, before my um, one game per franchise rule, uh, I wanted to give love to Sonic 2 in particular because I'm such a big Sonic 2 person. So shout out Sonic 2. And then also, shout out Super Mario Maker uh, 2. I was going to shout out Super Mario Maker 2 is like, probably somewhere on the bottom of the list, but mm. the fact that you can play any Mario art style and just play infinite Mario levels alone should get you a spot on the top Straight up, yeah. the platforms list. Um, it, it's funny, you, you saying Sonic 2, I'm, I'm, so, I'm so exactly with you in terms of our mutual love of DKC1 and yeah. Sonic 2 being like, that is the one That's the for one. me. That's yeah. the one. But it's like, I can't in good faith say that like 2 is anywhere close to the quality of mm, 3 and Knuckles and especially not of Sonic Mania. Of course, but, yeah. Like Sonic Mania just does 2 better, period. Yeah. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, let us know some of your favorite 2D platformers. And also, let us know what you think of our lists. Do you think yeah. they're the shit or do you think they're shit? Let us know in the comments below. <laughs> Until next time, this has been a special edition of The Shit List. I've been blessing. That's been Tim. That's been Barrett. It's been our pleasure to serve you.